0: Yo, what up though, welcome, how y'all feeling? to IGP Quick Takes Inspire guys, people, I'ma just give y'all a little something real quick Like, you We've know, been here for a minute, man It's kinda like a freestyle, but in the form of a right. podcast yes. uh, yeah, turn me up, uh, it's gonna be good I ain't really got time for this What's up, people? I am your host, J. Will And I would like to welcome you To inspire God's people to podcast where we balance faith and business To guide you to your purpose This is a quick take, people Come on! Woo! Yo, my people, my people Here we are How y'all feeling today? You good? You good over there? I see you What up, dog, player? It's gonna be an excellent time today Excellent That's a word that Lavelle and my boy Alex Vaught They use. that word Phenomenal if you know Lavelle and Alex, um, why am I randomly talking about them taking a shot? I don't know, man. These two guys love movies. Like, they love movies more than anybody I've ever met. If you just go to Lavelle Neal or Alex Vault on Facebook, like, you're going to see them talk about a movie, and they're going to use the word, it was phenomenal. The directing here. They just love movies. I have an appreciation for people. I can talk for people who appreciate things. It's good to see somebody in their craft when it's like, yo, I just be watching the movie. I don't, I don't see what you see, but it's it's dope to when people can see more. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, don't know why I said that, but I hope y'all feeling good today. Look, of course, man, the other night I wake up, and uh, you know, when I looked at my phone, it was everywhere. And I do mean everywhere. You know, Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. So we're going to talk about this today. You know, a lot of times I'm really picky. I pick and choose when I want to engage uh, some current event or cultural moment, if you want to call it that, if that's a cultural moment, I guess. Um, It'll be etched in history. Etched. I can talk. But I do want to talk about it um, from a couple of different angles. And I really just want to share you know some things that i took away from it some concerns i have some you know the good the bad the ugly i just want to kick it with y'all and give a give my perspective i'm i'm sure you either going to strongly agree or strongly disagree and that's cool um with a topic like this it's funny like i saw so many opinions on social media ranging all over the place which is probably the first thing that stands out to me with a lot of these types of issues, is how polarizing they are and how passionate people are about things. I mean, people are like personally passionate about things. That, again, I'm not, I'm not judging that good or bad. It's just an observation that I make that becomes very interesting to me because I find it challenging when, they're, when it's almost impossible for you to know the dynamics of something like, like I I use this example. I would never personally, like if two people were fighting or whatever, not, and I, I don't know, let me not say that. I don't know. I, we all have opinions, but the passion is different. I, I'm not going to go down that road. I don't, I don't, that's not the point of why I wanted to talk today. So I'm going to leave that alone, let, but let's engage a few things. All right. Let me, let me not belabor the order of service. Yes, yes, yes. Going to my church voice, yes, sir, yes, sir, doc, yeah. Y'all got to stop talking like that. Pastor, stop doing the church voice, bro. I don't know. I don't, it, it's not real. All right, so why am I, t- hey, let's get yourself together. Hold on. Yo, can I have a meeting with myself real quick, y'all? I need to have a meeting with myself before we start this show. Listen, bro, this is, all, this is a very controversial topic. You understand that, right? Yeah, I get it. I I understand it's controversial like. i but it's good. People going to agree. They go No, li- listen to what I'm saying, but you don't need to do all the extra stuff though. Keep this one like on point, you know what I'm saying? Stay on topic cuz people get all emotional and they they not, they don't want to listen. You they ain't going to want to hear it if you Okay, I got you. I'm on good behavior. I got you, bro. I'm you. I got you. You, you know what? I've been knowing you the whole time. I've been knowing you our whole life. All right, anyway. All right, meeting adjourned. We're good, now. All right, so I had to have a meeting with myself. Y'all were welcome to the meeting. I think that's the first time I allowed y'all to come into a meeting with me. We're on episode 160 of this podcast. If you're a new listener, then that means you got at least 160 and more like 170 or so episodes to go and catch up on. I advise you to go back to episode one because that's what's going to bless you. We lay a foundation, and there's a lot of great interviews, and these are timeless topics. Have I done enough? Disclaimers. Email me, Music at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts about the show, topics you want to hear, and more. All right, commercial break over. So here's the first thing I want to engage and talk about. This is the irony of this. Um, I'm listening to this book about emotional intelligence, right? So, And I don't prescribe to everything. Y'all know, for those who've been listening to this show, sometimes I don't even say the names of the books I listen to because I don't... uh, Some of the books get weird. I I know, like, I'm not saying you don't know how, but I'm comfortable with the things I listen to and read and knowing how to, like, kind of take the good back from it and throw stuff aside. But I try to be careful about things that I refer to people because, you know, a referral to some people can feel like a stamp of approval. And I don't put my stamp of approval on everything that I engage and listen to and try to learn from. So. There's a book about emo- emotional intelligence um, that I'm listening to right now. And so I found it so funny because I was listening to this chapter. I'm still in the early chapters of the book. It's a pretty long book. And um, it was talking about impulse. And I wish I could remember. I should have took notes, but sometimes I'm listening to books while I'm doing a 100 things. But it talked about, like, impulse in this way of, like, like the dangers of being impulsive. You know what I'm saying? And how... You know, when you're impulsive, you're basically not thinking like yourself. So the first thing I really wanted to talk about is, you know, this situation really showed me the importance of emotional intelligence, partially because I'm listening to a book on emotional intelligence. But I I wanted to just try to share. I I found something online, uh, Achievers.com. I wanted to find something, not the book itself, but that was covering the same topic of the book. And so the first thing I want to engage about is emotional intelligence, right? And I saw all the opinions. Some people were saying they were defending Will. Some people were mad at Will. I'll just be honest with y'all. I don't know if this situation is real or fake. Like, you look real close. I see some smirks. It The smack don't really all the way look real. It's Hollywood. Just speaking for myself, I don't really trust everything on TV. You could Photoshop stuff. You, you can do a lot of stuff to make things look real. They got like a seven second live TV delay. It's a lot that could have happened. So we're just engaging this topic, assuming that it was real. But I got to be honest with y'all. Conspiracies aside, I can talk. I'm just, (laughs) it just don't seem all the way real to me personally, personally, but I'm not pushing that on you. I'm just telling you how I think about it. All right. So let's assume that this is real. From from an emotional intelligence perspective, let's first explore that. Now, hopefully, regardless of what side of this on, you on, you could get something from this. That's the way I'm intending to deliver this is, like, whether you agree or disagree with it, it's going to be something that you could take away from this. Now, you don't have to agree with me. That's not what we do here. Like, we just okay with disagreeing. We don't just got to cancel people and turn them off and not listen because you don't agree with everything I say. Come on. Like, you might disagree with that. You're out of here. You don't want to listen to me. All right. Anyway. So let's check this out. Achievers.com. You can go check this out. Um, I want to first engage. What is the um, definition of impulsive control? Okay. so I'm just going to read a little bit of uh, scroll through and skim through a little bit of this um, article. It says impulse control is one of the core competencies of emotional intelligence or E.I. And is defined as the degree to which a person can control the need for immediate gratification. All right, I'm going to let that marinate, marinate the degree to which a person can control the need or desire for immediate gratification. Now, this is why I love reading and listening to things about this, because I believe they support biblical principles. Because what did Jesus say? He said, pick up your cross, deny yourself. And follow me. The Bible and and, and what Jesus preached and what he died for. Forgiveness of our sins. When you think about sin in in and of itself. I know like when I think about it from a personal perspective. Sin is a large part. A large portion of sin is impulsive. Like when you really. If you want to be really real with yourself. You ever did something. You were like man I wasn't thinking. Like I've literally done things. And I'm like. I wasn't thinking, but how was that possible? How did I, how did I do something and I wasn't thinking? Right? Impulsive behavior, not having the ability, having low emotional intelligence, not being able to control the need for immediate gratification. That means, in and of our flesh, we have a need and a desire to be immediately gratified. Now, what? It, I'm, I'm telling y'all, this is this is crazy when you really think about it. The reason this is so important is because you have an emotional brain and a thinking brain. Okay. And what I'm learning is that (laughs) they both going at the same time, but they don't have the same desired outcome. And this is crazy to me, but, but it makes a lot of sense. It's like your emotions and your thoughts are going at the same time and and you have to constantly decide which one am I going to follow and they don't always have the same desire, okay? So as a Christian, this might mean, like, in my emotions, I can emotionally want something, be tempted, have the desire to do something, and my emotion, like, my impulsive behavior wants to gratify that emotional need, right? But then there's the thinking part of my brain that is, like, considering all of the consequences and the circumstances and the ins and outs. Like, so you got your thinking brain that is trying to determine and calculate all of these things. But the problem is, sometimes when you give in to impulsive behavior, you are moving emotionally, moving based on an emotional need before your thinking brain has the chance to catch up. Do you feel what I'm saying? Um, I listening to this book, they break down a couple of like um criminal cases where people Committed like violent crimes, and they they talk about this like you can end up in jail for thirty years for a thirty second decision. Think about that. There are people that if you interview uh, interviews of people who have like gone and like murdered people, um, and like you'll talk to them and they've been talked to in an interview and it's like yo, I just something took over me for thirty seconds, like or for one minute, and and they they. They sound, you you could judge them, right? Of course, like, they did something horrible. But when you really think about it, it's like, man, how, like, just think about your own sin. How close can I come to doing something outside of my character if I have the, like, if I take, let the, let the impulsive behavior take over? Like, that's dangerous. All like, right, I only read one sentence. This, I ain't going to be able to get through this show. I'm going to tell you all right right now. I ain't going to be able to get through all the things I wanted to. So I'm going to just cover a couple things and let it be that. All right so let's let's keep going um, this says talking about um, emotional intelligence and impulsive control in particular it may be the most significant indicator of a person's future success in the workplace or adaptation in society in terms of building and maintaining relationships with others this is saying that your emotional intelligence or your ability to control yourself Your impulse could be the number one key factor to, like, your success, to how you adapt in society, and how you build and maintain relationships with others. That's heavy, y'all. And the reason I'm pointing this out is because I want us to look in the mirror and ask ourselves, do I have emotional intelligence? Like, I know you got book smarts. I know you can read, you can write. But are you emotionally intelligent? Are you able to think and control your impulsive behavior and not do everything you want to do when you want to do it? That's, look, that's how the devil gets us to sin. That's what tempts us. And sometimes we tempted in and of ourselves to sin because we just want to do what we want to do when we want to do it. No emotional intelligence and a lack of impulse control, impulsive control. All right, let's keep, let's see what I, let's see what else I want to see about this. Um. All right, so what is this talking about? Um, more recently, Amy Chua and Jed Rubenfeld have re examined impulse control in America's culture of entitlement and instant gratification. In their book, The Triple Package How Three Unlikely Traits Explain the Rise and Fall of Cultural Groups in America, both research studies reveal impulse control is a key driver of better life outcomes as measured by academic performance, higher SAT scores, upward mobility, and professional success. This is literally saying (laughs) your ability to control your impulsive behavior and not always need to be instantly gratified is linked to your success, is linked to a lot of things. Now, let me just pause real quick because we're talking about this slap. Now, some people might be like, ah, well, you're wrong because, yeah, Will Smith showed a lack of emotional intelligence and slapped Chris uh, Rock, but look, he's successful. See, this is the problem when we talk about success sometimes. People are limited to thinking of success just about how much money you make. Oh, he makes a lot of money. Oh, he's famous. Well, ah, I don't wanna see one thing I don't like to do just from a personal standpoint, it had nothing to do with the show, just me personally. I don't really like to talk about people, relationships, and marriages, and they I don't get into stuff, but but Will and Will and them, they put a lot of stuff out there. You know what I'm saying? Like they put a lot of stuff in the public. And I don't know if I would say, because we remember, impulsive behavior, your impulse control, your emotional intelligence is lacked I mean is is tied into let's go back to the to the top of the uh uh this paragraph what did it say it may be the most significant indicator of a person's future success in a workplace or adaptation in society in terms of building and maintaining relationships with others i don't know if i can say will smith like in this scenario because you're talking about think about the people in in the situation you have his wife in the situation. Now, again, I'm not going to get into their stuff. We know that they air their own dirty laundry. I don't know. That's not the relationship I would be looking to personally as a successful relationship. There seems to be a lack of emotional intelligence based on what they've shared publicly. Um, and maybe a lack of impulse control um, in how they do things. So, so that's kind of the root of this seems to be, in my opinion, his relationship with his wife is driving it's it's really driving a lot of this, right? Then now you got the fact that him and Chris Rock, I believe they called. I I thought they were friends. Chris Rock and his apology called him his friend. That's a relationship. So now Will Smith is caught between what seems to be a an interesting relationship with his wife, and and a friend on stage, right? And so now your emotional intelligence needs to come in, your thinking brain needs to allow you to control the desire for instant gratification emotionally. It seems like Will might not be that successful in his emotional intelligence as it relates to building and maintaining relationships with others, healthy relationships. I don't know. If you're slapping your friend, I don't know. He laughed at the joke at first. We're only talking about facts. He did laugh. And then it looked like she didn't. And then he reacted. Weird stuff. I don't really want to get into that. Let me say a couple of more things about this and then I'll move on. Um, there was something I really wanted to share that I read in this. Oh, this was interesting to me. On average, we have 60,000 thoughts a day, according to research by Dr. Fred Luskin of Stanford University. And only about... 8 to 9% are present moment thinking, right? This is referred to as monkey mind, which can lead to impulsive behavior or emotional reactions when our emotional brain hijacks our thinking brain, especially when we feel stressed or triggered. This is called an amygdala, 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 I can talk, amygdala hijack. The amygdala is the uh, emotional part of your brain, okay? So... Uh, all right, let, let's You got the amygdala being hijacked because you're stressed or triggered, right? And now your cognitive brain, your thinking brain like it has been overridden. And that's why people ema- react emotionally without thinking. All right, that's a paraphrase from somebody who's not a doctor who just reads stuff and listens and learns. The fact that you got 60,000 thoughts a day on average. Imagine if you reacted to every last one of them. We would be out of our minds. (laughs) Like, God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Listen, I just, I, this is for me, what, what, one of the the primary things that I took from this, and it was because I was reading this book, and I just wanted to take a second to share with y'all something that's a concern for me. Because I think we are underestimating the value of a sound mind. And I believe it's because we are following our emotions everywhere they go. We're being led by emotions. And because we're being led by emotions, our thinking brain isn't kicking in. So I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about, right? I understand that emotionally for people, especially if you were offended by the joke. But here's the thing. When your emotions move faster than you're thinking, you're feeling something before you actually hear it or understand it. So as an example, people feel like the joke was inappropriate, right? I'm not here to defend whether it was not or wasn't. I'm just not sure when I think about it. I wasn't sure in that moment, does Chris Rock actually know that, that she has a disease? I didn't know. I can't assume that Chris Rock is just on her Instagram page every day. Like, I can't assume that. You get what I'm saying? He's a human being. He might not. We're, we're, remember, we're just going off of the thought, if this was real. Everything I'm saying is like, what if this was real? I can't assume that. Now, emotionally, if I'm offended, I might want to apply, though, that. Like, see, this is the problem when we get emotional about things. We apply things that aren't there. <laughs> Like, because he did—he never used the word alopecia. He made a bald headed joke, which was a joke about her hairstyle. Now, again, I'm going to tell y'all something. I don't go around assuming just because a woman has shaved her head that something is wrong with her. You feel me? But that doesn't mean that a person can't joke about something in that setting. I don't think... Joking about alopecia is funny. We've done an alopecia awareness show on this show. We have had someone on this show. You know what I'm saying? So that that doesn't change for me. But the thing for me is that just because I emotionally feel a way about something. All right, let me make it personal, okay? Because I, I like to make things personal so it doesn't seem like I'm choosing something. Well, you can't say that, look, I'm bald-headed. Is, it alopecia? is it alopecia when the man go bald? It's like partial. That's, that's what it is, right? I'm bald-headed. You know what I'm saying? So... Listen. Like people got bald jokes all the time. So um but I'm not comparing that to don't 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 take that wrong. I'm not comparing that. That's why I want to use something personal, okay? Um people who listen to this show know that, you know, me and my wife been trying to have a baby for 14 years, right? Now there are times emotionally where I can be triggered off of something that somebody says about a kid. I can be triggered off the way that somebody asks a question about a kid or you know people might be like oh y'all don't have kids or whatever they but but listen emotion but I got to have impulse control and my thinking brain is like Jermaine they don't know you can't you can't apply that to them they don't know you get what I'm saying but you but it doesn't mean I don't feel those emotions because there's something you know what I'm saying like Look, man, I could be. All right, let let me just say this. Okay, I want to make this all the way real so y'all understand where I'm coming from. I can be so emotionally triggered off of kids. I can be sitting around a group of people that are talking about their kids. Nothing wrong with that, right? They're not doing anything. And I can be emotionally triggered, right? Because that's something that for me is personal. But what would not make sense is for me to think that everyone in the world should revolve around me. And this is the problem, I think, with society today. We have an issue, and we have been trained through the victim mentality and through, like, this false civil right leader. It's almost like we want to be Hollywood civil right leaders. We're taking the things that were done by true civil right leaders and we're living, through, living them through marketing campaigns, right? So these people actually risked their lives and did things. We want to go out and make a commercial about it. We communicate through marketing campaigns in such a way that is making us believe we're heroes because we put a phone on and did a video. And we're being taught to think that the world revolves around us and our feelings. That does not mean that I think we should go out offending people, especially if we know what's wrong with them. But it also means that I've been be- offended before. And it doesn't make it right for me to lack emotional intelligence. And if I'm being real, my lack of emotional intelligence is more of a reflection on me than it is the person who offended me. That's the hard lesson. We live in a society. This is why I'm not a fan of the victim mentality. I don't let anyone tell me what I cannot do because I'm black, because I'm this. Don't don't tell me I can't have a jerry curl because I'm bald headed. Don't make me grow a fro. I told my wife today, I was like, you know what? The more and more I think about it as an adult, I understand why Martin Lawrence on the episode became uh, Brother Shaquille's Sunflower. And when he grew the half fro, for those of us, you know, who used to watch Martin, like Martin had the half fro. He went away to some cult. I'm like, you know what? As an adult, I understand. I might, don't make me grow half of a fro on y'all. I mean, it might be a little patchy. What y'all don't know is I can still grow 90% of my hair. See, I'm a person that went bald because it ain't perfect and I don't want to fake a haircut. I ain't really bald, bald for real. Oh, I could fake a haircut on y'all. Don't make me fake a fade, dude. Don't make me do it. (laughs) I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. All right, so what was I saying? What I'm saying is that, man, it isn't emotionally intelligent for me even though I have problems, even though a comedian may get on a stage and tell a joke. It's not emotional intelligent for me to live life and think and put myself in the place of a victim at all times and want to make a commercial or do a protest or a movement every time somebody steps on my feet or every time that things don't go right at every moment in life. That's not real life. It's not really what God laid out in the Bible. When you look at Joseph, for instance, who was sold into slavery by his brothers, he had to bless them later. Look at his character. It doesn't mean that emotionally he wasn't hurt. I'm not here to dismiss anybody's ability to be emotionally offended or to be triggered. You get what I'm saying? That happens to all of us. But I think we're making a mistake when we give people the justification to react impulsively and when we celebrate. The idea of reacting impulsively, that is a world that embraces sin. Because the root principle of this situation is impulsive behavior through the lack of emotional intelligence. So for me, it's less about, look, like I said, I'm only talking about it as if it's real. I'm not sure it was or wasn't. But I know that if it was, that it was a a public display on a global stage all around the world, of a lack of emotional intelligence. And there were people convincing themselves, no offense if you were like this or if you still feel this way, we can deg- we can disagree and still be brothers and sisters. That's what we do on Inspire Guys People, okay? But I am here to challenge you. Think about it. Should you walk around and think that just because you are offended, it allows you to lash out with a lack of intelligence emotionally, which scientifically, psychology is being proven to have a connection to the lack of success through building and maintaining relationships. There are people walking around here in horrible relationships, can't grow, can't go nowhere with people, and they're wondering why, and it's because they live in a world of impulsive behavior where they justify lashing out on any and everyone that disagrees with or offends them. I've been offended at work before. People have offended me, said stuff to me all time, all types of times. You (laughs) look this false sense of pride. Like you're proving something because you, you take it to the next violent level. I'm going to just be real. That's something in the inner city that's sold to us at a young age. And it's a lie. That's the person that ends up in jail. You're not the tougher person. You're not the smarter, the better person because you can react with more violence. You lack emotional intelligence, y'all. And until we look in the mirror and realize that that's what's driving us, the lack or the inability to control our impulses is literally running our lives amok. And it's attached to so many other things outside of just the situation. Relationships, SAT scores, education, um, finances, your ability to be a leader. It's attached to everything, But we think it's a game. Why? Because I can get up and post a a post on Facebook or social media and say, I would have did this. You know, you had people saying, hey, I celebrate him for defending his wife. But really, was that that defense? Like, was that proper defense? Emotionally intelligent defense? I'm going to tell you something. I got one of the smartest mobs you ever going to hear in your life. I'm going to just be real with you and say it. I tend to be a fairly witty person. In the heat of the moment, I can come up with something very fast. Will Smith is one of the most charming, talented actors of our time. If Will Smith wanted to defend his wife in a setting like that, and you wanted to go across the line and do something that probably still would qualify as lacking emotional intelligence, but would have been a lot more intelligent, in my opinion, and a lot more understandable if it was a true defense, You get up and say something back to him. Heckle him, right? they are hecklers in the crowd all the time. Get up and do what Buddy Love did in the uh, Clumps movie when he went off on Dave Chappelle, who was the comedian in that movie. What's my point is like, yo, slapping somebody is now the response for words? And then you're assuming that he knows. Come on, man. Turn on any comedy show, especially a secular comedy show, and tell me somebody that in the world that can't be offended. Everything offends someone. (laughs) So if we live in a world where we're creating people who are weak, who don't have strength emotionally, spiritually, look at what Job went through in the Bible, and God restored him. But in order for God to restore him in that way, he had to stay with God. But if he lacked emotional intelligence his first wife was trying to convince him to to curse the name of the lord listen y'all all I'm saying is when I look through the Bible I see people like Ruth who lost her who her husband and her her family and stuck with Naomi her mother-in-law and Naomi guided her and that's where Boaz found her I just see story after story in the Bible where people in we're, we're faced with challenges and, and emotional triggers and things that would offend them, like Daniel being thrown in a lion's den, like the three Hebrew boys. Like, I mean, there are so many situations biblically that we can pull from. And I don't see where any of them tell us to lack emotional intelligence or to celebrate those that do. I'm going to sum it up with this The biggest danger of all this to me is that this is the world that we are creating for our children to live in. We're creating a world and telling them they're victims. Listen, I would never, man, I'm t- I, sometimes I'll just be, I can't wait to have kids so today. I could just give them the podcast. I'm just giving them the lessons of the podcast. Like, don't let anybody stop you. Don't let anybody tell you you're less than, I don't care. Listen, I've seen people with one leg win a, win a race. You you are not going to be able to move forward if you keep convincing yourself that you are a victim and keep softening your core to, to be weaker, to, to not be able to withstand. Listen, no, everybody will never like you. That's just real, y'all. I don't know. It seems like we don't like real life, so we want to create a fake life that still ain't as good as real life and we're all self-righteous and canceling each other and everybody feel some type of way until somebody goes in your past and find some post or tweet that you said or thing that you said like listen we've all seen let he who is without sin cast the first stone there's so many stories in the bible to pull from <laughs> like i mean just open it up just i dare you right now just randomly open the bible to any chapter any book and read the whole chapter and unless you like in Leviticus or Numbers where they just saying such and such begat such and such and such and such begat such and such, like a whole chapter of that, if you find a story in the Bible, you're going to be able to pull emotional intelligence away from it. Listen, I'm going to sum it up like this. That situation, in my opinion, wasn't a good look for anyone. Um, I don't have to slap somebody because they made a joke, but I got jokes, too. There are other ways to defend yourself. Um, There are other ways to come back at people. And emotionally intelligent people don't try to do something irrational as a response. I'm going to be real with y'all. That's why so many people end up in prison. So many people are in prison. So many people are in trouble. So many people are dead, murdered because someone else could not control their impulsive behavior because they lacked emotional intelligence because they acted off of a feeling before their cognitive brain could think because they lack the ability to deny immediate gratification. I hope and pray that as a believer, this content has challenged you today. I hope that it has blessed you. I want you to share it with somebody, man. Listen, what we about over here is not bashing people. I understand. Like I said, that, you know, Listen, man, it's so much, we can all be offended. I, I would rather you be strong than be weak, than be, be, be brave, than be a victim. I, I'd rather you grow in Christ because we all have flaws. We all have shortcomings. Um, But you got to be careful not to just assume that everybody is out to get you and not allow yourself to believe that and pray for God to send people around you that will support you, lift you up and guide you to where you need to go i hope this podcast plays a part of in your life in that way listen i appreciate y'all so much for listening y'all have an amazing day and uh just make sure you share this show like you were sharing that memes or that that slap through your text through your emails through your social media share this show man and uh keep coming back we got some great content coming much love Now then I would never see what you had for me Sometimes I just want to give up now But I would never know just how far I could go Tell me, Lord, should I stop now? If I keep going, will I ever find out? Or am I just wasting my time now? You can tell me, you can tell me now